This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, welcome back. It's been a while. Um, more or less, we're holding over here in the... Um, it's Yudgim Lamed Aleph. There are a few pieces after what we spoke about, but there isn't much morale in it. So we're sticking most of the pieces there's a lot of morale. It's the it's if you're looking at Ein Yaakov, it's Mem Zion. And it's referring back to a uh, uh he, the the reason why it's here is he had said before that because Shimshin did this he was like to this, because he did this he was like to this. It was a long um of different people that was like different things. One of them is Yosef, so it's going back to it. Piska, in other words, it's it's a it's a piece stuck in over here. It, it's in the Gemara. I mean, it's in Gemara, but it, it's basically referring back to what it said before. Piska, Yosef zochalikves aviv, baishnomi kardechsevayal yoselikves aviv, vayalu itoi kolavdi paroi, vehoda kuchol beis Yosef veechov beis aviv. So, and the the covid moi tana philosophum philhamorim kimishigil lamarsa machpela osa esa become akif so here we have the 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 interaction with asaf asaf said omalu mamre kiris arba who heaven bomre be so kiris arba arba zugas hoyo odom chava avram sorry is a grifka yakov leia eo cover la leia bidide so yakov he had the right to bury lay in his by the fires to deal, and I'm the one who has the other one. I'm relay a zivinta. You sold it to him. Amalu nehidas vine bechirusa. Maybe I sold my chelik bechirup. She tusim isvine. I'm the indich siv bekivash agrizli beretz kanan. Var rabbechanan mishum rabshum meyotzaduk ain kira lashem echira and so on. So um, the the the. The, there'll be Hamshech here, but let's stop at this because the, the morale speaks about this Nikuda and he explains something about the Dalit Zugas. So morale says, So basically, the morale's diuk is the word Dalit Zugas. It's Ke'ilu, it's not just that happened to be um, these people buried. Um, it didn't say like there's no more room. It should have said there was a small place, not enough room. And that's really what seemed to have happened. Um, there was room only for a few people. And, you know, he told Yaakov, you chose to put Leia there, so tough luck. So so the morale explains that the Kvuras Dalit Zugais has in itself a special meaning as Dalit Zugais. Pirish, Hamakam Azehu Royuli Um The place is worthy only for people that are foundational. 
שהאובס הם מוקרם לכל העולם, אשר הם דורים בהם. כי הכל דור ועומד ביסוד שלוי. והמוקרם הוא אלא ארבע, כי לעולם שטח המוקרם דלת על דלת, כמו שידוע, שנוסנו שיר מוקרם עוד עם דלת על דלת. וכן כל מוקרם שטח שלוי מרובה. ולכך היה עובד של מיסוד מאדם, דהיינו אדם הראשון, וגימל עובד הקדושים, נגבור ממוקם של שמוי קירס ארבע. כי מוקם זה שקע ארבע רואה להם בעבור כארבע הוא רואה למוקם שאמרנו. So, the moral says over here the following. Um, whenever we look at any, um, at any infrastructure, whenever we look at something that is doing something, We ask ourselves, "What is it built on?" For instance, let's take something a house is obvious. Um, the first thing bef- before a builder is going to build a house, he has to know that the ground can hold a house. Um, if the ground is soft, mushy, whatever it is, as long as it's in that state, you can't build a house in it. That, that's obvious. But there's more than that. Um, I, I, I have, uh, for instance. Uh, um, I have a, um, a, a framework of laws in, in a society, governing a society. The question is, what exactly is the society that I want? What, what, is the, what are these laws standing on? Justice, efficiency. One, one could say, for instance, ca- capitalism is a very efficient society. So, so the, the framework of economic law That's capitalist nature is standing on the bedrock of efficiency um, a, a person might make a claim that socialism is more fair more equitable so it's standing on a different bedrock and that is the bedrock of um, fairness sometimes people make that mistake because when you're arguing let's say a um, when you're arguing is socialism better? Or capitalism better, most of the time it ends up that you're about two different things. Are you asking me which is more effective? Or are you asking me which is better, um, uh, nicer, gooder, whatever you want to call it? Now, you could argue something on the same plane, but most of the time, um, one person is saying, well, capitalism is a lot more efficient, the other one says socialism is a lot more fair. Um, then, well, so, What, what, at the end of the day, what are you arguing about? Um, so so the, the, um, the first question always is, what are we arguing about? What is it standing on? I want to make a comparison to something that it, it's quoted um, in, uh, it's quoted from, from Shari Ketusha of Chaim Vital. It's, quite, it's quoted quite a lot. He asks, if Midas Tovas, are as important as the Mashkichim Yeshiva say, then why does the Torah mention it ever? Um, that's, you know, I mean, yeah, you have some remez of, uh, you know, Hashem or Sechayel, fine, but Tachlis, no, no, no Shara Bitochum, no Shara Anova, no Shara this, no Shara that. So he says very famously that it's their Cheretz Kodmola Torah. So people don't get quite right. They think, you know, it's correct. They think it's, it's obvious It, it's it's um, a, something along those lines. It's not what it means. It's, um, it's not all that obvious. And certainly the details are far from obvious, even, even after we have all the Muslims firm. What it means is as follows. 
Midos are the personality of the person. They, they are the person's basic attitudes. So if I come along to a person and I try to sell him Ruchnius, if the person doesn't have an aptitude for Ruchnius, then all my arguments are going no place. Um, someone told me there's a, there was a, there's a fellow here whose mother, um, they're all Silver Spring family from way back when, and his mother was the head of the local chapter of March of Dimes. For those of you who don't remember, probably not, nobody, when March of Dimes was the charity, and March of Dimes dealt with kids that had, um, had been born with, it wasn't, um, what was it for? Cystic fibrosis. It, it was for something, some sort of congenital defect from birth, and um, and and you know cerebral palsy. I think it was cerebral palsy kids, and they would send out everybody envelopes which collect ten cents. When ten cents could add up to something, and uh, that was it. So his mother was the head of the chapter, and she went around, and he went around the block collecting, you know, money from people for it. So, you know, you've got a whole litany of answers. I gave already. I gave at the office. I, I sent in a check. You know, I, I mean, even though, even though there was no, fine. He said, he knocked on one door and the person, you know, he starts talking to person. Oh, he said, I don't do charity. So he says, no, it's very legitimate. It's, 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 he said, no, I, you're right. It's very legitimate. It's very nice. I just don't do charity. And he was like stunned because he didn't have where to go with that conversation. Because once you're disagreeing on the axiom, of whether charity is good or not, they really have no place to, to argue on. You're not standing on the same place. If you both agree charity is good, the question is, is this a valid charity or not? I'll show you. But if I don't have the basis fit, so if I take a person who's not a good person and I tell them this is Ruchnis because Ruchnis is good and if you learn a lot, you become refined and good and better, um, I'm not interested in becoming refined, good and better. So, 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 so there's no... In other words, Torah is there's, the emiss of Torah is that Torah is telling a good person, a decent person, how to become a divinely inspired person, how to go beyond. If you're really hooked into good and you recognize it in, in the elements of chesed and savlonis and, and haras panim and all these things, so now let me tell you what you can build on top of that. But emidos are the bedrock in the person's personality and Revolver writes it in, a, in, a, in one of his things and is working on Musa and so on. He basically says, you know, working on Musa is a wonderful way to develop your character. But if you have a serious flaw, if you have a serious anger management problem, then you're not an Adam yet. It, this is not, you know, Musa says, I'm good for you. You need a psychologist. You need somebody to get some basic stuff in because there's nobody to build. It, 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 it's, so in, in, in the worlds of Ruchnius, you have... Um, a basis on what you're building. It also, the ovals, vis-a-vis Torah, is the same thing. The ovals are understood to represent in terms of people. Um, the ovals are affiliated with certain middles, basic middles, um, and and they are they were not given Torah, but they created the, the persona that Torah can be to. 
they created Yisrael. They created a type of Uma whose whose basic um, psyche is 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 possible to 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 put Torah on it. So so obvious covenant. It's true also in the world of the Midas of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We speak about Gimel Rishonis. We speak about certain Midas Hakadosh Baruch Hu that are the basis upon which he acts. So we have. Um, we have what we, what we call Chachma and Bina and Day and all these things. Those are basically the basis upon which the actions of Hakadosh Baruch Hu interact with us. So they're hidden, but we understand that all of the things Hakadosh Baruch Hu does with us, for us, to us, are there in order to realize something behind. So, so there are two layers to everything. There's the bedrock. There's the sword upon which everything lays, and the thing itself. Avis, the mokum of Avis and Klai Yisrael is the mokum of a, a bedrock. If you think about it, the word Av is a letters Aleph and base. In other words, the Aleph is the sword. It, 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 it is, it's, so to speak, the, 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 the Aleph, upon which you can have a base. And so an Av is somebody who is the one from which Hemshech happens. So their burial place is limited. And Dalit is a number that the Meral says represents Shetach. It represents um, the, the ground upon which. And we, we, we tend to think of, 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 of Shetach as being squared, four-sided. When we talk about land and foundation, we, we talk about something that has Shetach, upon which you're building, you, you, you speak about the four corners of the earth, and so on. So the number four, the, 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 um, the, the meaning of four translated in, into, into something, into quality, is that quality of being a bedrock, is something you can do it on. And that's why he says, um, you have Kyrgyz Arba, you know, these are the four pillars, so to speak. These are the four upon which everything else rests. Um, he says, there is no common denominator between the Shoresh, between the Mokom, to the things that are coming out of it. It's it's almost by definition has to be something outside. Um, I, I don't want to um, I, I don't want to confuse things terribly. There's one of the truths, understandings that we've come to is that no system can be internally closed and independent of something outside of itself. And everything sits on top of something else, which makes it interesting to figure out where does the final system rest on. But that idea that no system is, can be totally self-contained is, an, uh, is something that we subscribe to. It has a name to it. It's, it's, it's something that is a... Um, in, today, it's, it's axiomatic for us. So it would be confusion... Uh, not understanding the difference between Avis and Bonim is a foundational mistake in not understanding what Avis are. 
they're not all wonderful tzaddikim, and this tzaddik, this tzaddik, this tzaddik, and, and, and so on and so forth. I, I'd like to stretch this point a little bit more also, and, and uh, I, I think it'll help us understand something. In, in halacha, in an agada, there, is a, um, there are lines of hierarchy. So chasimus atalmud is mechayev everyone, all the time, everywhere. It makes a lot of, so, I mean, that's halacha. Halacha is, if it's in the Talmud, it's binding. If it's not, it's not binding per se. Why is it like that? So most, most shittas are because I had din of a Bezna Gadol, it was called Chachme Yisrael, and had that strength. Chaznish argues, but be it as it may, that's it. But once we get past Chachme Talmud, Chasimus Talmud, um, Rishonim, Achroinim, early Achroinim, um, later Achroinim, and so on, um, why, I mean, why is it we don't argue? There are, so, you, you always make the chesed of there was so much bigger, but, but you know, that seems to be a line that sort of can't, um, it, it, is it, why is it cut in, in certain places? I mean, is, is the pshat that it's, uh, you know, it, it should always be, every door is, uh, is ahead of door before. I mean, you had exceptions, the, the Goyen, but by and large, the lines were kept pretty well. And I think it, in a, in a, in a, it really has a lot more to do with a sense of tkufis, tkufis. The Torah of Rishonim, compared to our Torah, is foundational. It's it just the way it is, the nature of the Torah, the nature of, of, of the sweeping statements they made, the nature of... It, it, there's a recognition that it's layers of we sit on top of something, which sits on top of something, which sits on top of something. And a machlekes of Rambam and, and, and Ramban or Rosh, for us, those are facts. Um, we may wonder why a third way couldn't be proposed, but, but we build on that. and We say, this is machlekes, why isn't the third way possible? It, there's a certain sense for us, it's not just each one is bigger than us, the one before me is bigger than me, and one before me is bigger than him. That has a lot more sense in terms of tkufas, that, that there's a certain a role that each tkufa serves as a basis for the next kufa. And, and, and your role is not to build on the same plane as the, derby, as the doros before, as, as the tkufa before. There's no, it's not, it's not, it's not carved out in rock. We don't know exactly. Nobody, nobody there's no official uh, pronouncements of which tkufa is what. But al Kapanim, the idea itself that there's a foundation and we build on it is there. Um, one more point this helps explain is also the musig lemashal, the avis. We we say and yet the Rambam says that the the um, that the, the the mitzvah mila comes from Sinai. The fact that Avram Avinu made a bris is wonderful, has nothing to do with us. And you know, famous Rambam. The um, the answer is. Avram laid the assault for a bris, the musig of a person forging a bris, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, in the way it was done. That could not have been possible without um, the musig of, of bris being tavu and Yisrael with Avram. The tzivui, to do it, the chiv to do it, the tools to do it, the, the direction, how to do it, that's Torah. But the musig of a bris, being kairis bris, Avram and therefore, any time 
we do a bris milah, we do two things. We make specific details of what the Torah said, and we anchor it on the on the uh, on the we anchor it on the music of bris that Avraham Avinu brought to Klai Okay, so that's why he said biyachad. So that's why there was such a paid on dalad zugis because the number dalad zugis is really the number of what it is that it's that that, that we're talking about. Um, I guess one or two more. It's just a very interesting topic. Hevron, where the others are buried, obviously, is something that is um, very tied together with Yerushalayim in 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 many ways, and. The Avodah, the highest, the, the climax of Avodah, the highest, most fundamental Avodah in the Beis Hamikdash was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur's Avodah would start by Heir Hashemesh at Chevrei. In other words, and, and it was a conscious effort to connect it to. It's almost as if the Beis Hamikdash is here, but it rests on the bedrock of Chevron. Chevron <coughs> is keilu, what Yerushalayim is standing on, and 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 there was a um, the, 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 you know we we um, we made an effort to describe it as such. When the sun rises in Chevron, we can now start our way to here. That's really um, s- sort of what's being said over here. Okay, now the next piece of Gemara is so so we read part of the Gemara in in Memches. And we saw the first piece of the morale. Now the second part. It says, um, so, so we had this argument with Esav and the children of Yaakov. Um, it's, so they told him, we, we have a document. Amalu havuli igeris. Show me, show me the document. It's in Mitzrayim. Um, so Uman Nazel, there's no no faxes. Who's gonna go? Nazel Naftoli the Kalu Kayalta. Naftoli is very swift, he's like an Ayala Shlucha, Sid Naftoli Yala Shlucha, and he's a Shefer. I'll tell you a Shefer, I'm a Safer. Hushim Bedon Taman Habi. So Hushim Bedon was standing around. The Yakirun Odney was deaf. Amalu Maihai. So he said, What's going on over here? I mean, why, why aren't they more moving with the Leviathan? You know, we're having this fight over here. Um, I don't say something. Um, until on, you know, until he comes back from Mitzrayim, he's going to be, you know, laying with Zion. Shokel Kulfig, he took out um, a, 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 um, a staff or a club. Machia Reshik knocked him on his head. Nasr Ene, um, his eyes fell out. Vnoflan Akara de Yaakov, and his head fell down on, on Yaakov's feet. Paschino Yaakov de Neva Ochich. Yaakov opened his eyes and he smiled. Einach Siv Yismach Sadik Hazanokom, Pom of Yerchatz Bidama Russia. But Oisusor and Skyman of Osasha Rifko de Siv Loma Ashakel Gamstechamim Echot. Alpha got me Sosmiachlavik, Rosmi Havi, Mirbi Mechlavi. Okay, so um, so you have this whole story over here, back and forth with Chushim and Don. Very interesting story. It, it, what's what's happening here? Um, the the Chushim Ben Don Taman Havi. So the Maral says, "Yakirle Adna." 
Well, why didn't anybody else do it? I, I mean, there's a the Chazal is saying Chushmendon did it. Who's Chushmendon? Like, why, why, why was it he that acted as opposed to anybody else? Um, at the beginning, they didn't think that they would need to take such violent measures because and when Esau started arguing, they were not so worked up. Shak has to come suddenly. And any time something builds up gradually, the ability to shock is, um, is, not, is, is lost. I mean, let's take a very simple physical example. The, um, the, you know, a person walks into a pool and, and gradually it becomes warmer and hotter or colder. You can tolerate it a lot better than jumping straight into a, cold, a much colder or hotter pool because the body hasn't built, built up along with it. It hasn't sort of primed itself. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the things that happen gradually... Um, lose the power shock. There's another example that everybody uses: uh, a car. Um, the the rubber bumper on top of a car, on the front of a car. The the it, what it does is, why is the rubber better than the metal? And the answer is because the the impact on the metal is immediately causes a snapping. So you get all the energy of the impact immediately searing the metal and, 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 and breaking it apart. Rubber condenses, and, and therefore a lot of the power is gradually dissipated. It takes a few seconds or milliseconds or whatever it is, but a lot longer in, in, that, in that. So what you're doing is you're taking the same amount of impact and spreading it over more time. You're dividing it by time. And therefore, it doesn't have the shock effect that something immediate has. Um, so, so, so the moral says, the, the Gemara, that's the point the Gemara makes, that it was deaf. Everyone else had slowly been drawn into it. And slowly and slowly and slowly. Um, and that's why, you know, a lot of times when you study history, Say well, the, you know the, the Germans, and then they see this, then they see that. And everything, you know, it, 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 as things happen gradually, um, you you slowly adapt to it, and adapt and adapt and adapt, and you don't realize what's happening. So anyone that that it, so for anyone else, this was they were they, they went down, they weren't expecting this. Asaf came. Asaf said, "I deserve a place. You deserve a place." That's where I, we have the documents, where the documents, what I'm saying. The, 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 the back and forth of it allowed for a, a gradual kind of losing of, of the shock, of momentum. He was deaf, and he found out about the whole story in one instant. And therefore, the shock was big enough to shock him into doing that. And this was also one of the reasons why... Um, why, like they, they, they would urge people not to engage 
in a, um, a dialogue with Rishoyim, Kaifim, etc., because dialogue is a process. And so right now, Yishak, the person comes along and says, we're going to, we, we, you know, we want to uh, be Mavatl Mila, we want to be Mavatl Shabbos, whatever it is. So that's a shack, and you react violently, possibly, because, you know, you, but if you engage in dialogue and back and forth and back and forth in dialogue, that itself sort of cools you down and you get used to things like negotiations. And why is it that you'd never agreed to that price when you started it? And when you finish the process, you do agree to it. And, and the, the, the psychology is you start right now. I want a thousand dollars for it. You offer me $500 for it. That that's shocking. No way. But, but as I begin back and forth, so my mind slowly readjusts to 900, readjusts to 800. I'm, when I'm down to 600, the jump to 500 is not so big anymore. So, so any time, um, and, you know, it just panam the kana, the kana. And one of the reasons, uh, you know, there was an Indian that for Dvaram Shabbatusha, a, a cooling down type of effect would be a problem. A person would not see something as being terrible he, he just got so used to it that he's not shocked by it anymore. And so at sometimes a person acts more coolly, a person acts more rationally. I mean, acting hot-headedly and hot-temperedly is not always a terribly wise way to go. But on the other hand, when quick action is needed, doing something that, that if I slept and kind of, you know, okay, and this and that, is not good either. So in this case, Kushim and Dan had it right. He said he was shocked and did what he did. So he says over here, The only time when you have that type of awakening, that type of oomph, is when it's, when it's um, sudden, when it's a chiddish. I want to add uh, a comment. I guess, um, being today's Yom Atzmot, we can talk about uh, current uh, events. You know, in Etzisrael, you have Kanoim, and America also have Kanoim. And you kind of, I mean, you know, uh, I, I have no, I have very, very little sympathy, but I want to try to understand a little bit the difference between, I mean, I'm a Elochid, he's Elochid. I see a car going on Shabbos, I say it's terrible, we should machazik ourselves, we should do something to other people, and he burns the car down. Again, I, I, know, I know very well what the issues there are, but I, I do want to point out one akuda. Um, we live in a bigger society, a broader society. So we've cooled down a lot. You know, we know that there are most of the people are not from, and most of the people are not religious at all. And most people do this, most people do that, and we've seen it. So um, we've cooled down a lot in our sense of outrage. And therefore, when we see something maybe that pushes it another step, it, it doesn't trigger such a strong reaction. Somebody who lives, a kid who grows up in a society where nobody drove a car Shabbos, he, until he was... 16, he never saw a Yid driving a car on Shabbos, and someone drives in a car on Shabbos, and it's like his whole world flipped around. 
He's shocked totally. Um, in other words, it's an understanding of why a society like that would create a kanoi. Um, in a in a in a healthy society, it's good that there are two voices. It's good that somebody says, "What are you talking about, Chil Shabbos?" and and you're discussing it. I mean, what have you come to? The other side is, listen, there's reality out there, and unless we work out some reasonable compromise, it's it's going to be nonstop fighting. Nothing's going to be accomplished. It's, it, it, it's, it, it, there's a tendency. It, 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 there's a tendency for people who are part and parcel. It, it's like the second law of thermodynamics. Heat dissipates, and until everything reaches uniform temperature, and the heart is no longer hot, and that, that tends to happen because we become more adjusted, more used to it, and and so on. So when someone comes along with with the with the sensitivity of a person who's still in sort of an original, pristine state of 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 toiv and emes and so on, um, it's a, it's an important voice to have. I know very well that many of those voices are are just troubled teenagers and not much more than that. And and people would no say I, I it's I don't I don't convince, but but I do want to understand that you know sometimes you see a person. I, I spoke when the Skelena Rebbezchan of Racha spoke on the, um, on the Internet of Sifa, which was beamed into Baltimore via the Internet, of course. Um, they, 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 so he, he was kind of, you know, he was a, he was a saint and he was a Kaddish and he was a Tar, and he was speaking about, he just, you know, just no clue. And, and I spoke afterwards and, uh, and I, I said, you know, it, it, I said, imagine two people are discussing Baltimore. One person walks the streets of Baltimore, and one person flies over the plane. The person flying over the plane says, I don't know what the problem with Baltimore is. Two, three minutes, and you passed it, and I didn't find it dangerous, nothing. The other person says the place is a jungle. You can't walk Dalaramas without your life being in danger, and it goes on forever. I, I said, you know, it's important to understand that there are people who live in a different world. And it's not our world. We do have to find practical solutions. But understand that it's because we're already inside a certain framework. Understand that there's something beyond that framework. Um, so, so you know, Chushim Ben Don didn't count as the greatest of the of the of the grandchildren. He's not not given a place of honor as 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 one of the Chushim, except for this. I don't know if he's mentioned anywhere else. But Tachlis, um, he was the one. Who, who, because of his isolation, he, he produced the shock needed when shock was needed. It's, 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 a, it's just a, an important way of, I think, understanding things. Okay, we'll hold it here. There's, then he continues on um, why it is, that gets a piece that needs some time itself, why it is that Chushim Adan, of, why, if he, besides the particular event, why is it that of all the children, Khushibadan was the one that he had to be killed by? That's that's the next part of the morale. Can I ask one question on what Rebbe just yes. said? Would Rebbe say, based on that, that if someone, I guess if, let's say someone in their teenage years is, is a shtigl kanoi, but like, you know, not necessarily coming from Kulo Kadusha, but coming from a good place, but again, yeah. over the top. Or, so would Rebbe, 
tell some one person, Taka, you should remain a Kanoi for now, and someone else, you would be, be a little more balanced, the Rebbe would actually try to help the Kanoi become a little more balanced. Like, meaning... So, Atene, I, I spoke about this like two days ago. We had, we had a three series, a three series in the yeshiva about students, parenting, you know, things of like that for parents. So the, the third one, last lecture was, was yes, it, it was Monday night on teenage, teenage years. And I mean, I, in, in a, very briefly, I described that Akadosh Baruch Hu made us with three tukufas in our life, childhood, teenage, and adult. A child, the defining property of a child is you are dependent on your parents, not only financially and so on, emotionally, thinking-wise, you, your ideas are whatever you pick up at home, as long as you have a reasonable relationship, as long as it's not a terribly, terribly dysfunctional home, those are going to be your bedrock of who you are. HaKadosh Baruch Hu then creates a teenage year to be Mekayim the Pasuk Vakenyazik Ishesavis Imo. You could never move away and form your own life, uh, physically, but more importantly, emotionally, intellectually, and so on, if you would be just a grown-up child. So what happens is the child pushes away violently. If I can give you a parallel case to that, it's like birth. A, a, a fetus is part and part of the mother. Gets all the antibodies to the mother. And one day there's these violent contractions. It's really very forceful and pushes the child out. You, have to, you cut the navel cord. You, the, the child is 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 expelled, um, and the same thing happens. So the, the uh, so the child says, "No, I'm my own person. I think and I know and I understand." And 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 he's a Malman, What a Malman says, his passions awaken. Not only physical passions, justice, right, wrong. This is terrible. This is that. So um, it, it is not an indication of what's going to be later. Um, it will. It is what is important is a to give him some element of freedom. You have no need to keep arguing with him, but let him hear the voice of reason, so that when he becomes an adult, he has what what to fall back on. In other words, when he then moves into a phase of life that he's um, that he's an adult, if he has a paradigm, if he has sort of a, a structured thing, he'll come back to it. So it's not lost. I was speaking to somebody, a friend of mine had a, um, he was in England, and his son was like a 15-year-old, extremely tapbacha, got into a stupid fight with his mashkichim, this derech halim, that derech halim. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at the mashkich and the Rosh Hashiva. Like, like it, it wasn't the kid any better. They just had shittas, machlokas, quicker learning. So, I, like, I, I wondered, like, why, why is, why is mashkich still a 15-year-old? But whatever it is. So he had to find a yeshiva in America. So they came here. They were they were here two or three days, and then Baruch Hashem, ended up in a very good place. But I was speaking with him. And, you know, I spent some time, and as I told him, I said, "Yehuda, you don't understand what I'm going to tell you. I don't expect it. I want you to understand it. I just want you to, at some day, when you stop being a child and you become an adult, you'll remember a, another way of explaining everything, and then it'll, it'll click into place. And that's really what you're looking for." You're not going to because it's not his teva. It's not his nature to be reasonable. I mean, I remember my own teenage. You know, I was, I was, I, I veered to the right, to Kanaz, whatever you want. I mean, anybody who spoke 
things that were balanced and measured, I felt he's compromising, he's, he's a politician, he's gray, whatever, whatever uh, pejorative you want to use. Um, today, when I think about things that I heard that turned me on then, I'm horrified. But, you know, that's, that's a difference. So it, letting it be, but, but giving, giving that voice in the back, it's, we had a very different experience. I grew up when the Rosh Hashivas were old people from Europe, um, Litvish people. They, they were out of sync with teenagers. They were, they were all about balance, reason, thoughtfulness. Maybe it's not like you think, my father-in-law's, you know, whatever you'd come with any p- passionate argument, or, uh, you know, something that had a, he would finish, he would listen, then he would say, so exactly, how do you know that? And you, you'd fly off and say, what do you mean? Everybody knows, everybody's in the net. And then he would just look poker face and say, so how do you know it? And he wouldn't, he would never play his hand. He would never tell you, but, but he would always basically, and it's, it's become stuck, you know, like, like it came, you know, at some point it, it, it clicked into place. So, you know, that's, the, that's the Teva Olam. I know here also, you know, kids become very turned on and very this, this one, this one's that. And I tell the parents, you know, you need to be the adult voice. Don't worry. As long as you, know, you, you, you obviously put certain boundaries, but, but give them the chance to, to this. Don't, you know, it's not, it's, it's a mistake to think that he's just going to be a bigger version of what he is. Um, you know, it's a, he will change and he metamorphosize into, into, into an adult.